0: Hello and welcome to episode fifty of Steve Isn't Here This Week. I'm Chris. And I'm Crombobulous Michael.
1: Just kidding, I'm Dan. Okay.
0: Whew. Scared me <laughs> that. Uh and unfortunately Steve isn't here this week. Do you know why? No, no.
1: Well, yeah, it's very strange. We we were we were watching TV. As you do. As we do, and then suddenly this this greenish portal opened in the wall and this this old guy in a lab coat followed by this. Young lad in a yellow t shirt with the Jewish name jumped in <laughs> and they yelled something like, uh, Wubba, lubba, dub, dub, grabbed him and walked out how through you know the, the th-
0: portal. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to there are a lot of questions there, but weirdly enough, <laughs> my first question out of all of that is, how did you know the boy had a Jewish sounding name?
1: I think the old guy mentioned it at some point, like, geez, Morty, what are you doing? And... Uh, Well,
0: this is horrific.
1: I know he's so what. So
0: he's lost in through some sort of space portal, from what I gathered. Um, oh, that's really terrible. Why is this the first time hearing of this? Well, you arrived uh, ten minutes too late.
1: (laughs) Blimey! Uh, Okay, he was here waiting for you to arrive
0: when this happened. Oh, he was here then. He did turn up. Yes, he did. But God, it happened in this room. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, the very what, room. <laughs> that's what the singe marks are. Exactly. Oh, yes. Oh God. I wondered about that. Mm-mm. I thought you just because I saw the candles, and <laughs> uh, which are lovely. I thought something had <laughs> gone wrong with that. But no, no it was no, in no, fact no. a green portal yes, exactly. through which had come presumably humans. Well, they were humanoid anyway. Certainly humanoid. Yeah. yeah so mm. that's. Uh... Should we inform his family? Who Steve's? Yes. Or, or the Jewish boy. Do we know the do you do you know the do you know them? Not personally, no. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry it's been such a long time. We did record a podcast shortly after the last one, uh, but it got corrupted somehow.
1: Yes, and we're back now with with brand new equipment, at least on Chris's behalf. Yeah,
0: I worked out what it was. Um, it was the preamp, which was corrupting all our audio. So I've gone out and I've bought you a new naughty one. Naughty preamp. So you may have noticed... Well, you've got it now. Yeah. You may, naughty have, preamp. <laughs> you may have noticed that the sound is slightly different.
1: Um, is it better? Is it worse? Please let us know by emailing us or, or tweeting us.
0: Yeah, those uh, avenues of contact are still open. Yes, they are. Uh, steve isn't here this week at gmail.com.
1: Yes, or steve underscore podcast on Twitter. On Twitter.
0: Now, do you know what? No. I've been following Twitter. Yes. So, uh, as Steve underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. And you get suggested tweets um, from your timeline. Okay. Or maybe, actually, not from your timeline, because our suggested tweets aren't from people, because Steve underscore podcast isn't really following that many people. No, that's true. Our suggested tweets are predominantly from UKIP members and <laughs> <Really? leave> EU. <laughs> Okay, you haven't been following this. I hardly ever go on Twitter. Sure, sure, but you're not used. You, you don't look at the email address, and you see the. Um I haven't I? Haven't been on the email address for a while. I must admit. <laughs> well, I get. I've got a. Uh, I get updates for the email address. Mm-hmm. I look at the email address um, every time we get an email. Yes, and the only things we get are Twitter suggesting us tweets. Okay. Which are predominantly UKIP and Leave. EU. Interesting. It's, um, it's interesting. Obviously, these are people I don't follow on Twitter, mm. generally. Uh, one of them is Paul Nuttall, who recently became leader of UKIP. Okay. Um, generally speaking, the tweets that come out from them um, are reasonable if you agree with their politics. Okay. I do have... Uh, occasionally, they come out with stuff which is dumb. Yes. Um, I mean... I have a particular uh, one of the things that Paul Nutt first drew my attention to Paul Nuttall who is now a UKIP leader is where they had uh, a statement from Theresa May mm-hmm. and he said here's our common sense response <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> you can't you can't describe it as common sense if the moment you describe your own statement as common sense is the first indication that it's probably not true uh, so, there we go. I mean, pfft, if you agree with their politics, their tweets aren't that ludicrous. No, but
1: it's the same with most things. If you agree with it, you don't find it stupid.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they are saying that we... For
1: example, if you're part of the 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 Raelian sect, which exists throughout France and Switzerland, in which you believe that humans were created by uh, uh, aliens called the Eloi... Okay. Uh well, uh I'm sure you find all of their tweets make perfect sense. Yeah. But if you're not part of that sect,
0: I'm sure you think they're not jobs. Almost certainly. Yeah. Where where do you know how far this um how, how how much do you know about this belief system other than that the aliens are called the Eloy?
1: Oh, uh I know quite a lot. We we st- when when I was in high school, well, we got taught it in high school. N- no, we didn't get taught <laughs> we didn't get taught that. But but I we had the choice uh, when we were in uh, starting from the second year of high school, you could either choose uh, Christian religion <laughs> or okay. science of religion. And in science of religion, you looked at religions from all different countries and things. And we had a whole term on on sects. And this was one that we studied. Okay. And uh, they have a whole movement. There is an actual Raelian church in Miege in the valley. And uh, w- my parents used to buy, I don't know if you know, it's a kind of bit like a humidifier, but you put essential oils and, and you plug it in and it makes the room smell nice. Right. Well, the guy who sold us the oils was a Raelian bishop.
2: Ooh. And he also made
1: his own honey so he's been climbing the ranks yeah yeah and they believe in free love so they have this uh the their s- their equivalent of nuns are these rather sexy women who who wear feathers around their necks and and uh and every christmas this guy was really nice he used to send us a christmas card they celebrate christmas then yeah oh, okay but uh so they're a christian sect Apparently, yes Okay and, and But th- their, uh, their Christmas cards were Women in sexy lingerie posing This sounds good
2: Yeah it Sounds very <laughs> French, actually
1: Yes, well, it, it, it did originate in France Well,
0: there we go <laughs> There we go yes. But, okay So that's it It's basically Christianity Except aliens exist Is the religion
1: Well, kind
0: of The, the fact that you also have to give them 30% of your salary every month Makes it a sect So, tithing I mean that's that's tithing was a very common religious practice uh, okay. for all Christians. Yeah, well they still do that. <laughs> Except it's now thirty percent instead of ten percent. Yes, I think so. <laughs> it's so gone that. out, it's tripled. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah, you're supposed to give ten percent of your salary to the church.
1: Hmm. Thank God that uh, we gave that up, eh?
0: It's, it's, well, if you if you really believe that we should be do, um, well, not we, um, are you religious? I'm agnostic. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> you sound really disappointed. <laughs> well,
0: I don't. I don't like. I don't like the concept of agnosticism. It depends. Okay. It depends how. Y- it depends how you approach agnosticism, because, I guess technically speaking, you could describe me as agnostic. I prefer atheists, but the truth is, I genuinely don't think there's a difference between a god existing and not existing. Okay. I don't think. I think life is identical for both. Oh, I agree with that. Let's say I'm not So it it's so I prefer atheist because it's much more people respond to that in more or less the correct mm-hmm. way, as yeah, far as I'm I, concerned. I
1: have a, a sort of belief, but uh it's not in the concept of God as as people would put it. It's some sort of uh common consciousness universal consciousness it involves a lot of quantum mechanics and it's quite hard to get into so unless we want to dedicate part of the podcast to it today we should go into that at another point, point i
0: love part. quantum mechanics
1: yeah it's cool
0: it's it's the they suggest that quantum mechanics is where chaos theory falls down hmm. <clears throat> also big problem actually einstein could theoretically have come up with quantum mechanics if he weren't religious
1: Yeah, he didn't believe in that, didn't he? No, he had huge arguments with Bohr and Schrödinger about.
0: Yeah. Einstein was correct about a lot of very important things, but he wasn't correct about everything. True, which is fine. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. There was someone across from our stand, uh, the Village Players, which is our English-speaking theatre group that we have in in Lausanne. Lausanne. Um, we had a, a stand at the international fair.
1: That's right. At the uh, palace, wasn't it? Yes, day? it mm-hmm. was.
0: At the uh, the palace down where they had the uh, Iran talks between John Kerry and uh, Iran regarding... Oh. Do you know about this? No. Do you know why I know about this?
2: Did because you go to it? No.
0: <laughs> they cordoned off huge sections uh, in oh, that area. Oh, that's right, yes. Uh, which included the parking... For the theatre where I was trying to have rehearsals for my play, Aha. and none of my cast could park because John Kerry had cordoned off the area to have talks with Iran.
1: What an annoying bugger. Uh,
0: it certainly <laughs> made me think a lot less <laughs> of John Kerry. Mm. I don't think it was Iran who was, the people from Iran who were doing that. No, It was very not. much John Kerry. Mm. You saw the photos of him cycling to the palace with his um, armed guard. I
1: haven't seen the photos, but I, I heard of the incident. Yes. <laughs> uh, and how it blocked off half the road so he could go past it.
0: Yes. <sighs> doesn't it, Americans. It doesn't endear us to you when you no. come to our country and block off half the road,
1: or when you uh, vote for a television game show host as your president. Okay, he's a bit more than that, but still. <laughs> uh,
0: was it? oh yes, so uh, the we can talk about him, but just across from our stand, who Conan O'Brien. Uh, was he? He's been elected <laughs> president. <laughs> no, because that's fine with me. Actually, that would be fine with me. as Apparently, well. he has, he bears a striking resemblance resemblance to the president of Finland. Or at least, yeah, I heard did. That. It's true. Probably but not anymore. Why is, there, is it a different president? Or have I has imagine he had so. Major surgery. I was. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I'm just guessing. Statistically speaking, mm-hmm. Finland probably has a different president by now. Okay, I see. Just oh. guessing. Mm-hmm. Across from our stand at the International Fair was the um, uh, Christian radio station. Hmm. And I spoke to him about his beliefs. The Christian radio station is a person? There was a guy oh, okay, uh, who was the main person at the Christian radio station. Okay. Um, and I asked him about um, belief. And I, I think he mentioned something about evolution. I said, what's the problem with evolution? Um, and he goes, I don't think atheists have really thought about it what I, okay um i mean we what the? and i said to him i so said why why do you think that um evolution and the existence of god are mutually exclusive how does that's true yeah how does evolution dis, uh, like is not compatible with god to which he had no answer he just started talking about something else um and he was and this is the thing that annoyed me because i i only came up with I, everything he said I was <laughs> like, but what about this contingency? You know, he was talking about when you hear the message about God, you, 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 if you switch, then you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, what about people who've never heard about God? And he goes, well, I'm sure God will, f- will find a way to sort that out. I was like, well, that's not really fair, is it? That Some people hear about the message, and yeah. they, the, the onus is on them to change, whereas some people don't, and whatever. The,
1: the problem that <clears> these people have with the theory of evolution is that it doesn't go against God. It goes against the Bible. Yeah. And that doesn't matter. There's there's hundreds of books. The Bible doesn't have to be the one that's correct.
0: Well, at the beginning of the Bible, it says it's the word of God.
1: Yes. Well, there's an episode of Red Dwarf where, in the future, they they find uh, the the first page of the original Bible. Yeah. And uh, apparently it says... This is a work of fiction. Any names mentioned is <laughs> a pure coincidence.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it has the whole Christian community in an uproar. Fine, mm. no, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, but the thing, thing I said to him I said, but w- so, but you've got a, the, this, this word of God. It's being delivered by messengers. What if the messenger makes a mistake? Well, if the messenger gets something wrong? He agreed. Yes, the messenger can make a mistake. Okay, and everything. I was like, okay, so the Bible is a messenger for the word of yeah. God. Uh, what if the Bible, which was written by people, God didn't sit down and write this. No. It was written by men who were inspired by God. What if
2: they... And then was translated. translated.
0: And it was translated. And then it was translated from uh, Hebrew into Greek or Latin. Yeah. And, and then it was translated again into English. I mean, there are so many versions. Um, which one do you go for? Not only that, it contradicts itself. Yeah. Do true. I have to give a, um, an example of where it contradicts itself? If you want do you know the thing that annoys me? Right, these two um, skinheads went on uh, a, a talk show hosted by Russell Brand. Okay, and they were talking about how um, gay people are an abomination. Mm-hmm. And there's one bit from from Leviticus that I remember, which is you cannot cut your hair at the temples.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: You must uh, cutting your hair at the temples is an abomination.
2: They were skinheads.
0: Mm, I'm, that's like, true, yeah. I'm like, do you want to, I mean, ha, do you want to pick, I mean, I don't, there are other things in in Leviticus which are basically wrong by modern standards. Mm-hmm. But there's one obvious one I can check with you. Unless you both have alopecia, <laughs> one of you or both of you is in the wrong here.
1: That is true. There, There is also, apparently, I'm not sure if I'm quoting it word for word, but, but I think this is a misinterpretation of the Bible. When it goes, a man shall not lay with another man lest he be stoned. Oh, yeah. But that could totally
0: mean if he's drugged, that's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why not?
0: Exactly. Ah. <laughs> I have nothing more to say on that. Okay, me neither. Um, we mentioned Trump, but we don't have to talk about him. Well, we wanted to talk about 2016, oh, we didn't we? Did we did want to. Because I've had a very bittersweet year, because oh, yeah. this has been a great year for me.
2: It's been
1: quite a good year for me, too.
0: I got... Um, shall I? Shall I start? Go on. Um, so I started uh, professional work as a TV journalist at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I must have talked to that about that at some point.
1: Yes. Hopefully, it wasn't in a corrupted episode.
0: Uh, I think we've done a f- we've done a few this year. True. Yeah. Uh, I got my driving license. Oh yeah, that's true. I got my driving license. Um, I completed my PhD. Yes, that's right. Um, the last paper on PhD won best paper. Yeah. From the Swiss Finance Institute. That came with. Two thousand francs. Oh, cool! Yeah, exactly. So that's all been that's all been written up. What else? Um, uh, I've got a list of things that cool things that happened. I did my first film. Uh, I, I've done a voiceover for the BBC. That's which right, is yes. Now on iPlayer.
1: Yes, and uh, it's very
0: good. Well, at least episode one is. I still have to watch the rest of it, but do anyway. you know? I was. I was it it, went out, it came up on iPlayer yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, or today. It was came out today. On iPlayer, which is the 13th of December. It was put on YouTube on the 31st of October. It's now on iPlayer. You can go and watch it right now. It's called Sexy Murder. <laughs> it's a spoof of Making a Murderer and Serial, mm-hmm. uh, which is a podcast we've talked about on this podcast. That's before. right, yeah. And... Um, where am I going with this? Uh, yeah, it's on... You did voiceover over for it. I did a voiceover for it. That's another reason why I, I realised that it was the... Uh, preamp that was broken because i was doing the, i was recording these voiceovers oh, yeah. in my bedroom and um every other take was corrupted uh-huh. um, which i had to explain to him as a look i've got to check that this thing isn't corrupted we we have to keep doing um takes but yes i'm on the bbc yeah um as a newsreader oh yes that's it i was listening to an interview um with the guy because it came out on our BBC iPlayer today and oh no, I keep forgetting my point I'm going to make <laughs> that's really annoying oh yeah the first episode had um like a 100,000 views the last episode had a 1,000 views okay so I think everyone's doing the same sort of thing that you're doing which is watching the first episode going oh it's very funny I'll watch the rest of this at some point yes <laughs> <And> <laughs> not getting around away. to it <laughs> But that is very exciting. I think on if it's on iPlayer, it's probably going to do a lot better mm-hmm. than YouTube. Probably. Yes. Uh, the whole thing is half an hour long.
1: <laughs> yeah, the
0: first episode wasn't too long, it's true. Um, and it, it was quite funny, I must admit. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> and I'm not saying that just because I'm in it. Um, but yeah, I'm in five out of the six episodes. Okay, well. It's only your voice, though, isn't it? You don't physically appear in it. Well, yeah. I did. The l- I recorded my lines in okay. Switzerland. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. And someone, I- the producer is someone who was a friend of mine on Facebook, who I uh, made okay. friends with him ten years ago. Okay. No, nine years ago. Um, we met in a pub, and he talked about this uh, idea. Because I, I worked in a TV st- yes. st- uh, studio for uh, two months. Mm-hmm. And I met him, we were friends on Facebook, and then he posted a thing on Facebook saying we're looking for people to do these voices. Uh, I sent him a quick audition, and he said, you'd be great for Newsreader. And okay. um, that evening I recorded all the lines, and then
1: i won on the BBC. Well done.
0: Thank you. So what else made your year? Um, our sketch evening went off. Well, that was fantastic, really good, was yeah. uh, Blackadder was great. It was. Um, what happened in the summer? Uh, oh, I'm. I'm uh, uh, my relationship with Alexis is amazing. Good for you. I'm. I'm you know, I met Alexis two years ago. Um, we've been living together for a year, and I that couldn't be better. Has it only been a year? That you've I've been, been with living them? with her for a year. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So that's fantastic. Hmm. And I'm sure there have been lots of things. And. Uh, but two, th- As far as I'm concerned, 2016 personally has been great. Okay. Are you going to mention
1: something about job wise or not?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I got a job for the UN. There we go. Uh, yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been hired <laughs> by the UN as a project manager. Not by the UN, but f- uh, for a contractor with the UN. Um, who I've got to go to in January. I've got to go to Brussels, then Lisbon, and then Brussels again. Okay. Uh, and then when I get back from Brussels the second time, I then have to defend my PhD. Um, and I'm going to have a four-day weekend where I get pissed. That's nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be a project manager. Okay. For this <gasps> contract. Just like
1: in The Apprentice. What? Like in The Apprentice, there's always a project manager.
0: Yeah, but cool. I'll be paid probably a lot less <laughs> than they would get paid. I, I hope you'll be paid. I hope so, too. Ooh. I am. I've I've read the contract.
1: Have you signed it at all?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've signed the contract. They've signed it. Uh, First meeting is on the 3rd of January. Good. Um, Yeah, and it's cool. Um, There's a project. There are three projects. There's one about um, um, cybercrime. There's one about a collaboration between the EU and China. Ooh. And there's another one which has an acronym that I don't understand. (laughs) They said this project will be this, and it's an acronym. I'm like... (laughs) <laughs> Do you not want to give me the full title of this thing? Because if I'm b- going to be project manager, I should probably know what this thing is. True. I'm sure that'll be explained on the 3rd of January. And okay. then when I actually have to fly to Brussels to meet with these people. Mm. But it's funny is it that... Um, is it
1: not in, in Brussels on the 3rd of January?
0: No. No, it's um, online on 3rd of oh, January. Okay. Then it's the, um, it's the week after Okay, I have to fly to Brussels. I see. But it's funny that I'm British, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, u- Europe-wide stuff just just before (laughs) um, UK leaves Mm. the European Union if they ever leave (laughs) I think it will happen I just have no idea how and why (laughs) and I think the government's in the same position as far as I can tell
2: Mm.
0: so that's that's from uh, so why has your 2016 been so good
1: well I wouldn't say it's been so good, but it's definitely been good, because uh, I got uh, I got my full time teaching job. Relationships going well. We're so this we we got the confirmation, but we we're not moving till actually two thousand and seventeen. But we're getting a new flat.
0: Oh, fantastic!
1: Just down the road.
0: <laughs> um, but this new flat. Yeah. Because one of the things about your flat is there is a post office really close by. Yes. Yeah. But it's not your post office. No. Is this new flat with that post office?
1: Yeah, so we're still in the commune of Crissier, which no! means that we're mov- we're actually moving closer to the post office that's currently close to where we are, but further away to the post office where yeah, I actually all you have your stuff will get, get sent to. Yes,
0: isn't that annoying?
1: Slightly. It's like
0: just send it to that one.
1: But I mean, I I could I suppose I could get a PO box, but. Nah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends how hard it is to get to your um, new one.
1: Well, it's, it's seen as a mostly by car now. It's not it's not such a hassle. It's just. Yeah, there we go.
0: I can drive your car now.
1: No, you can't. You haven't got my keys.
0: Good point. Uh, but there was a point where we were doing a musical in Freeball. That's true Together yes. Which And you And I was getting a lift with you Most nights True And it would have been nice If I'd been able to Drive us home at some oh, point From time to time
1: It would have been nice But there we yeah. go
0: Yeah But now I can True Because I have a license mm.
2: Yay mm.
1: So also Yes So so I I, I co-directed with, with Julia A really good mu- uh, show Blackadder Yes Adder, you did and then, and then our sketch evening Was, was a hoot Yep And uh, We got rave reviews for that We did and uh, I suppose
0: that the musical we were in was quite good as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. music uh, musical was um, was a big hit as well. Hmm. we just got to keep it up.
1: Yeah. Because our numbers are dwind- dwindling. Mm-hmm. I, I have an idea. Uh, I don't know if, if we'll do it next year or sometime, but I want to try and make a modern-day musical where we would combine modern-day songs with sketches. Oh, yes. So we could have... There's part of the sketch evening that people like, and sing-alongs as well. Okay. So, I've had ideas about that, but but, uh, I'm currently pondering them. Also, I've got into contact with a composer who's uh, accepted my idea for a musical. Yeah. And so, I finished rewriting the synopsis in French yesterday, Mm -hmm. and uh, I have to wait till February to send it to him. Well, actually, I can send it to him now, but I have to wait... February till he can actually start composing because he's in the middle of another project now, but it sounds promising.
0: Very good. What's the theme?
1: The theme is uh, have you seen the film Man of Steel? No. Okay.
0: It's Batman, though, isn't No, not no, Batman, it's Superman. Superman,
1: right? yes. So this is uh it's not a Superman musical, but it has to do with Superman.
0: It's okay.
1: It's uh, it's the build up to the destruction of Krypton. Oh, I don't want to get too much into it yet, but that's already
0: very um, descriptive.
1: Mm, but there's a there's a twist in it yeah. that people probably don't expect if they're if they're well versed in Superman lore. Uh-huh. But I think I've managed to make it work. Okay, so there
0: very exciting
1: so so hopefully that, that will take off some point in 2017 maybe a little bit later it will start in 2017 well we'll, we'll start writing and, and working on it and who knows maybe end of 2017 it might be ready but oh. but I don't know the composer seems to be very optimistic oh yes yes yeah. which is good cool <laughs> but I said to him we're in no hurry if it takes longer it'll take longer because uh, let's not just rush into this
0: alright that's very cool. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing how that develops. Mm, yes. I've never thought about writing a musical before. I've spoken with Alexis about writing a musical before because mm-hmm. she's uh, she's you know she's an op- opera singer. Yes, that's right. Uh, which Can
1: she, d- she compose? Is she,
0: um, I, mean, I mean, she's not big on composing music, but she's a good lyric writer. I think. Okay. Uh, I mean, she's a writer by trade. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Uh, oh, that's fantastic
1: one thing that's good about this composer is that it's his actual job. He's a music teacher, but he composes, and he's also an orchestrator.
0: What does... So you mean? he
1: he writes... So he does a, c- a composer is anyone who can just write a tune on a piano. Yes. But he actually does the whole arrangement for orchestras. Cool. So when he's writing, he can go, okay, I know that, for example, this will be perfect for a flute, and you'll be able to write it exactly. Whereas often a composer... I don't know, for example, Andrew Lloyd Webber, for example, he writes everything on the piano, and then I think he sits down with a guy who says, okay, well, we should give this line to a hobo, to
0: this guy. N- Did you no, say sorry. hobo? Yes, an oboe. Sorry. An oboe. <laughs> we'll <laughs> give this line to an w- to a hobo to because a we're, pro, uh, hobo. We, we're, we're pro... To an oboe playing hobo. We're pro, what's the word, um, social movement. <laughs> yeah. But no. as just as long as this hobo can play the oboe, it will be fine. Hobo with an oboe. <laughs> yeah. no, oh no!
1: <laughs> and so, so that's it. So, so we have an advantage there. Yeah. From that point of view. So yeah, that sounds pretty good.
0: Okay. Uh, I yeah, I d- I recently tried to compose something um, because I came up with a bass in in seven eight. And a oh good bass yeah. in seven eight doesn't come up very often. No, that is true. So I had to go at composing it, and um, I wanted to orchestrate it, and it turns out that's really hard. Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to stop trying to do that, okay. and <laughs> try and do something a bit simpler, and then maybe mm. I'll go to your friend and say, "Can you orchestrate this, please?" Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Seven eight. Why? Why? why do you what? What do you want? What instruments do you want to play it? Well I started off I got um mostly woodwind. So okay. what I ended is I ended up just having woodwind. So I've got a I've got a clarinet, bas- I've got two bassoons and hmm. something else. I got a bit it got really complicated. Um so I gave up. <laughs> okay. How about a mandolin? It's not woodwind. So you just want woodwind. Well that's what happened, is it just it just it's just woodwinded. It okay. just got totally woodwinded. Well yeah, but I thought the idea was to unwind it. Oh, to unwind it. Yeah. To <laughs> unwoodwind it. That's right. Um yeah, I'm going to try again. Okay. So, a so mandolin, mandolin is not out of the question. Uh mandolin's very difficult to write on a score. Is it? Well, it's a guitar, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guitars I I've, I've never I don't try and I d- would it, would it be strummed or would it be plucked? Probably be plucked. <laughs> okay. I'd rather not.
1: How about a mandolin, a sitar, and a banjo?
0: That's not. Dan, be realistic <laughs> here.
1: Oh, all right. Come on. A banjo lele.
0: A banjo <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Banjo Kazooie. Ukulele. Yeah. You know, the ba- there's, there's a new game from Banjo, from the people who made Banjo Kazooie, called Ukulele.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a new one. They wanted to re- remake a 90s platformer, so they came up with a new one. So it's just called ukulele, or it's called banjo ukulele. No, it's the same people who made banjo kazooie, yeah. and then now it's called ukulele. And what what's what are the characters in that? Uh, Yuka is a chameleon. Okay. And Laylee is a bat. Okay. It's, it's almost identical to banjo kazooie, except instead of a bear and a bird, it's a chameleon, chameleon and, and a bat, and, and there's the and hiding Lele. the bear in the chameleon's rucksack. It doesn't have a rucksack. It's just on its back. Okay. It's all just hanging on. All right. Upside down? No. Oh, well, that's wrong. Is it? I think so. Well, do you... Uh, uh, it's difficult to argue with that. Well, if it's
1: hanging, then it should be upside down. That's how bats hang. <coughs>
0: it's just clinging on. Okay. And then it fly, and when it flies, it carries the chameleon with it.
1: Yeah, well, I, g- I get the point of, of having it cling on, but...
0: A Klingon. Yeah. But no, it's a chameleon <laughs> and a bat. <laughs> there are no Klingons now. Uh, this is, that's a different series. True. Um, okay. Well, do you know what? We've gone over half an hour now. Oh, well, well we have to do 45 We'll do minutes, 45 though. minutes, which means that we should really talk about... We've talked about how great 2016 was. Yeah. Let's talk about how terrible it was. Yeah, well... What's going on with Brexit? Nothing much, really. <laughs> this is the thing. I've got nothing fundamentally wrong with the UK deciding to leave the EU. That's fine. It's uh, it's a democratic thing. But I think they left for the wrong reasons. But we don't know what the reasons are. That's the well, point. It's, it's
1: a bunch of bigoted old people who just didn't really understand what Europe <sighs> was. I know. The most googled thing... After the th- vote. No, on the day of the vote is what is Europe? Oh, and the second one was what is the EU? Oh my god.
0: Anyway. But you know what? This is interesting. Sleaford and North Highcombe just had a by-election. Okay. And they, they were looking at it in the same terms as Richmond Park. Richmond Park, the lib- Liberal Democrat candidate, is the only one who said we're going to keep the UK in the European Union. And they won mm-hmm. the seat. They did the same thing in Sleaford. The Liberal Democrats are the only only party who said, yes, we will keep the United Kingdom in the European Union. They didn't win. The Conservatives won. However, all of the other parties lost between 2.5% and 3% of the overall vote. The Liberal Democrats gained 5.5% of the overall vote. Now, it's a very strong conservative stronghold. I think anyone who thought that the Conservatives weren't going to win Sleaford and North Iken were uh, don't know the area. I happen to know the area very well. Mm-hmm. Sleaford is more or less where I'm from. Okay. Um, and I knew that the Conservatives would win. I happen to know that. The, the idea that anyone else would win in that seat is laughable. But <laughs> it's interesting that all the other major parties, including UKIP, um, I'm including UKIP in that, because they beat Labour,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, they all lost vote share, except the Liberal Democrats, who are the only party who definitely said that they would keep the UK in the EU. Okay. Um, Which I think is uh, interesting, Hmm. um, personally.
1: Well, I must say that this Brexit, even Uh, though it's a bit of a pain and, you know, whatnot, but there has been at least two positive things that come out of it. Go on. First of all, Nigel Farage is no longer head of UKIP and so he doesn't have a lot of power anymore.
0: But arguably, he's on TV a lot more.
1: Yeah, but can he really do that much?
0: <sighs> I wish he'd go away. Yeah, that's true. Because I'm fed up with him. I mean, he's welcome to keep appearing on television, but really, I'm tired of his face and his voice. <laughs> and the second thing is, Boris Johnson did not become Prime Minister. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Not that he... W- I mean, he only wanted to become Prime Minister as... He didn't want to be the Prime Minister who took the UK out of the EU. That's not what he wanted. No. So I guess, yeah, great. Boris Johnson didn't become the Prime Minister. But that's because he won. Yeah, but... He didn't want to win. By winning, he lost. Yeah, totally. Mm. I mean, the the person I despise most in this whole thing, I mean, it was Boris Johnson. It's now Theresa May. Really? Yes. Because she's, she's, you know, doing this whole Brexit means Brexit thing. I mean, it's her and the government, but she's leading it. And you're just like, what are you talking about? Brexit means Brexit and this whole royal prerogative thing. like you you, you voted for Brexit and one of the things was um, sovereignty of the UK. and then when the Supreme Court says yes, Parliament, which is the sovereign power in the UK and has been for 400 years, yes, Parliament has to have a say. Uh, suddenly, that's a big deal.
2: And you're like, "But that's what you
0: voted for." And, and Theresa May's there, just going, "Well, we can just do whatever the hell we like." It's like, "Well, mm. no one voted for you." That is true. Nobody voted for. I mean, not even not even the Conservative Party voted for her. She nom- she announced her candidate to be leader of the Conservative Party, and then ev- and, and then everyone else dropped out. She got no. <laughs> she got to the to to the last round with Andrea Leadsom, and Andrea Leadsom dro- dropped out. Yeah.
2: And I'm like, what? Uh, okay. so she
0: was she's Prime Minister by default.
2: She Yes. Uh-huh. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, well, there we go. Anyway,
1: moving the whole on thing to...
2: I, the whole
0: thing is a bloody disaster. Yes. And I blame David Cameron. Oh,
1: definitely, yes. He was an
0: idiot to start that.
1: Because put well, the thing is, he did it because he was so sure that we'd both yeah. stay in. but
2: everyone
0: was. Yeah, Everyone was sure we stayed. in except
1: Michael Gove, who's an idiot. There's Too many people just thought, ah, we'll never get out, and they probably didn't move their asses to do enough. And, uh.
0: and all the people who didn't think that we would leave, who we would vote to leave, are the smart people. Mm. They're all the intelligent people. Mm. all We wouldn't vote to leave the EU. Mm. And that shows you how out of touch they were that you can be as intelligent as you like, you can be as smart as you like, but if you don't know what's going on, you nothing can help you.
1: No. What well, it just shows is a a load of idiots in this world, which is particularly illustrated by point number two on our disappointing things of this uh, 2016. Is it the US
0: election? Donald no. Trump as president-elect. Um, I don't understand it. I, don't I know, it's as it
1: if we suddenly elected Lord Sugar to become Prime Minister. Which would be much better. Actually, it would, yes. He seems like he knows what he's doing.
0: Donald Trump is a bully. Yeah. He's a bully that cries when he doesn't get his own way. He And a bit of
1: a pervert as well.
0: Completely. I just don't get it. He lied his ass off. He's had the lowest rating on PolitiFact of Every major US politician since records began, mm. he's lied and lied and lied and lied, and it didn't make a bit of difference. Well,
1: I d- uh, I'm not saying this justifies it, and I'm not saying it explains a lot, but have you ever watched The Apprentice?
0: The UK version, yes.
1: Yes, have you ever watched the US version? No no so we we try we we watched a few episodes just to see what it's like, and in that he actually comes across as a really really nice guy, okay, and if that's how most of America has been exposed to him for the past God knows how many years, that might explain why so many people actually wanted to vote for him, okay. I'm not saying they should have, and I'm not saying they're right to. Um, I, when I saw how he was behaving on TV, and all, I just think it's a shambles. But uh,
0: I've, yeah, I've, uh, fine. <laughs> I think that's the end of a. I think if he becomes president, because as we've pointed out uh, mm. before the show, um, the Electoral College, they haven't, they don't get their vote until the nineteenth of December, and all the vote on the eighth of November meant was who gets to vote in the Electoral College vote at the end of December. Hmm. The Electoral College, their job is to look at the candidate um, and determine whether they are fit for office. Mm -hmm. That's their job. And it is most likely that they will uh, confirm that Donald Trump is the president. That is the most likely outcome. Mm -hmm. I have no, you know, I don't, that's, that's how that works but there is a chance that after everything he's done cuz i don't think donald trump knew this i no, don't think probably donald trump know. knows what the electoral college is no no um he probably had no idea that there was going to be another vote of the electoral college no exactly <coughs> they could very well go he's not fit to be president and they'll pick somebody else hmm. in fact um if if
1: that actually happens would this be the first time it's
0: happened or not uh, i don't know certainly in the last 100 years
1: okay but is l- America even that old?
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred and forty. years. Okay. Um, I I was watching. I was reading a review, um, an interview between this journalist and her father. These are two Americans, mm-hmm. and she was interviewing her father about why he voted for Trump. And one of the last things he said was, "And Barack Obama has to stop issuing executive orders. Do you know what an executive order is? It's where, no. it's where the president decides that something has to happen and he goes above Congress in order to get it done. Okay, That's an executive order. He's the executive. He says, I'm going to make this happen. He does that. And there uh, a lot of Republicans are annoyed by the number of executive orders that Barack Obama has submitted. Okay, I looked at the data. In terms of executive orders per year served in office, mm-hmm. you have to go back to um, the mid to late 1800s with Chester A. Arthur okay. um, and uh, uh, to find a president who's ordered fewer executive orders per year in office than Barack Obama. Every president of the 20th century and early 21st century has ordered more executive orders per year in office than Barack Obama. Okay. And this is this stupid, bloody narrative of the right in America where you can lie and it's fine. Mm. And it, the UK is getting more like that as well, where you can lie and there's no, there's no repercussions for doing so. Okay. I have, no, I have no problem with people being right-wing and left-wing. I don't mind if the Republicans win, if the Republican candidate um, is representative of the values that people want to see in a president. I don't believe Donald Trump is. No, no, definitely not. Even of the right in America, mm. and it's <laughs> a big problem with that. But
1: I, I think I don't. I, th- as you mentioned, I don't think he he knows really what the president can or can't do, and he's going to be very disappointed when he realises
0: that he won't
1: have ultimate power as the president.
0: He's already being questioned by the leader of the. Of the House uh, House Republicans, uh, Mitch McConnell, or is he the leader of the Senate Republicans? I have
1: no idea. I've not been following. Uh,
0: and I think he's the leader of the Senate Republicans. Uh, I think is it. Paul Ryan is the leader of the House Republicans. No, idea. Mitch McConnell has already said um, we've got to take the CIA's um, report about Russian interference in the election. We've got to take it seriously, mm-hmm. and uh, which is already goes against um, Donald Trump already true and then there's all that fiasco <laughs> with uh, China and Taiwan uh. ah, well. alright well that's point number two point is number there a number three? there is a number three <gasps> Ooh, it's all, all the celebrities t- who died this year yeah that's true Andrew Sachs died recently mm. uh, Alan John McMahon. Glenn John, Gle- John Glenn is it John Glenn who died? yeah John yep. Glenn just died Alan Rickman died. David Mm. Bowie died. Victoria Wood died. Robin Williams. Robin Williams was two years ago. Was it? Yeah. 2014. Why did I... Why was that back up on... 9Gag again then?
1: Uh, Robin Williams... Yeah. Yeah.
0: 2014.
1: Oh. Well, he still died.
0: (laughs) He did die. uh, (laughs) I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't this year. No, that's true. Um, should I just? I'm um, quickly just. <laughs> Who died in 2016? Who died? 2016 deaths. Celebrity deaths in 2016. Famous people you have said goodbye to. Um, this dot dot dot. Oh, that's I I I clicked on a different link. I clicked on the Wikipedia link. Huh. Um Which seems to have come up with something else. No, I don't want the mirror. Thank you very much. I don't want the sun. Thanks.
1: Anyway, while we're waiting for that, 2016 was also the year that saw the birth of the DC Cinematographic Universe with the rise of Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. And everyone was so happy
0: until they saw the films and then they were bitterly disappointed. (laughs) Oh, it loaded it and then it stopped loading. Mm. Uh, So the people I've heard of... Oh, come on. So David Bowie. Yes, he was amazing. What? Uh, he was the first one uh, of 2016, I think. Was the he the first major? Were well, the first major death? Major Tom. Uh yeah. Terry Wogan died. Was that this year? Yeah, that oh. was this year. Oh, it's um. Uh, Alan Rickman, obviously. Oh, I mean, what a legend. That was in January twenty fifteen. I remember a lot of people after David Bowie died and, and Alan Rickman died said it always comes in threes. Well this year that didn't uh, that didn't translate. Uh yeah. Oh yeah, Leonard Cohen. Yep. Prince. Prince. Harper Lee, the to Kill a Mockingbird author. Okay. Um Yeah, Prince died.
1: AA a. Gill, no idea who he
0: is. AA a. Gill. Yeah. Oh he so the A. A. Gill was this columnist who was quite famous in the UK. He is most famous for writing an article about shooting a baboon. Okay. He said that he wanted to kill a baboon to to find out what it feels like to kill a man. Okay. That is what he is most famous for. Hmm. Greg Uh, Lake, he died. Paul Daniels. (gasps) Oh, Peter Vaughan. Who's Peter Vaughan?
1: He he was a, a grandmaster Iron, you know Aemon Targaryen in in Game of Thrones.
0: Oh yes, Peter Vaughan died.
1: Oh Vaughan, that's it. I How do you
0: print? How did you just use the Vaughan? Vaughan.
1: Yeah, Ronnie Corbett. And Vince uh, Vaughan. Died.
0: Vince? No, Vince Vaughan didn't die. No. No. Who am I? Vince Vaughan didn't die.
1: Another Vaughan. Di- oh, Ron Glass died.
0: Uh, so Ronnie Corbett died.
1: Yes. Lawrence Henderson.
0: Who's Florence Henderson?
1: Robert Vaughn, that's it. Robert Vaughn Oh, yes, died Robert Vaughn, the guy... Um, from... Uh, What's it called? Hustle. Uh, Hustle. And the Man from, Man Uncle. from Uncle. And Superman 3. Uh,
0: was he in Superman 3? <laughs> yes. Victoria Wood. Leonard Co- Victoria Wood died? Yeah, Victoria Wood oh. died. God. Leonard Cohen. Guy Hamilton, who directed Goldfinger. Pete Burns. Burns Pete Burns died. Pete Burns died? Yeah. Boy, I didn't hear about that. On October the 23rd, aged 57. Blimey. I'm re- the only thing I remember him from was Celebrity Big Brother. Mm.
1: Jean Alexander. Um, an actress from Coronation Street.
0: Burt Kwok. Don't know him. He's Kato um, from the Pink Panther films. Oh, that's right, yes. Alexis Arquette. Muhammad Ali. He died? Muhammad Ali died. Oh, yeah, that's year. right.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder died. Yeah, that yeah. was... Oh. And, of course, Kenny Baker. R2 yes, D2. R2-D2 died. I saw him on stage in a pantomime. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Oh, Anton Yelchin, the guy from Star Trek and Terminator. The oh, Russian, yeah, the, the Russian the, the, guy. The, yeah, that's
1: right. He. Uh, Caroline Aryan from uh, the Royal Family. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Who is it? Carolina Hearn. Uh, Herne. Carolina Hearn died. She went to school with my auntie.
0: Uh, that's s- right. Ant- Anton Yelchin. That's right. Yes, he died. God, he was actually Russian. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, oh that's why he did the accent so well. I thought it was comical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think he overplayed it a little bit. Mm. Did he write, didn't he run himself over? Yeah, something like that. Let's see here. Um, what are we looking at? Uh, Edward Albee who wrote Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf yeah, Muhammad Ali
1: Karla Lane Prince or the artist formerly known as Prince
0: it's been a terrible year isn't it David Jest David David, David Guest Guest yeah, David Guest no well humor. he was he was he was a celebrity celebrity uh, you know what I mean oh yes Denise Robertson Denise Robertson the agony aunt
1: from uh, oh yeah the one morning. from
0: um this morning Oh no! It was everybody loves Raymond? Andrew Sachs. I already mentioned. Yes. I think Andrew Sachs was the first one I, m- I mentioned. Tony Warren. Who's Tony Warren? It was the
1: creator of Coronation Street, apparently. Oh. Okay. Frank Kelly from Father Ted.
0: No, he died. Yes, he did. No. Oh God. <laughs> so it's been a. It's been a pretty. I've, I've run out. My list is so running out. Terry Wogan.
1: Yes, I think mine is running out soon. Yeah, mine is gone now.
0: So, there we go. So, 2016 has been a terrible year for the rest of the world, but it's been great for me.
1: Yeah, and it's been pretty good for me. That's
0: a difficult one. Yes. So, what I've chosen as a a song Mm -hmm. to play us out for 2016 uh, is Bittersweet Symphony. Mm. Uh, But it could have just as
1: well been Mad World now that I think of it.
0: Oh, yeah. I learned to play that on the piano.
1: That's right. You well, don't have a piano. I don't have a piano, no. <coughs> I do.
0: Yeah. Well, next one then. On well, the next one, <laughs> Mad World. Yes. Uh I'm very proud of that. There was a um, do you watch Only Connect?
1: From time to time.
0: But it is my uh, it is the greatest quiz show ever invented.
1: In your opinion, it is. In my opinion. I don't have an opinion on what it is, so I think I'll second it.
0: <laughs> I um there was a there was a question that came up where they were playing these songs. One of them was um, "Mad World" yes. by Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't
1: known. It's not known for being done by them, isn't it?
0: No, it's Gary Jules. That's right. yeah. And the connection, which I got because of Mad World and also Spirit in the Sky, is <laughs> which that is not
1: done by the Kumars but by T Rex.
0: Done by T Rex. Is that the covers of these songs mm-hmm. reached number one while the original didn't? Mm. And I got that on the third clue. Oh. And I'm so—it was this episode of Only Connect where I kicked ass, cool. just on my own. It's so a ready shame
1: ready. you weren't on the actual episode. I
0: would like—I would like to be. We've actually looked at applying to be on oh Only yeah. Connect because Alexis gets ones that I don't get. Okay. Um, she's much more cultural. She knows a lot about opera and classical music mm-hmm. and literature. Which I'm not too good on. Okay. Uh, we would make a good team. But you have to have a, um, a, a, an address in the UK ah, in order to be on Only Connect. Okay. But maybe we can work on that. Now mm. that, I mean, we, we'll have to wait for Brexit um, and for, <laughs> yes. the ho- for the housing market to crash. Yes, good plan. Thanks. Um, so, yes, so tonight we're going to be doing Bittersweet Symphony. Indeed. Um, now, I've just realised I've got a problem. I'm, I'm holding a microphone. And we don't have a microphone still. <coughs> yeah, and I've got a guitar. So I'm going to have to lay it down. Unless you want to do the vocals. Mostly. No, I
1: think I'm going to whistle.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: All right, you, you can but, whistle but then. Uh, but I can, I can hold your mic while I'm whistling.
0: Oh, that, where about how you've got to look at the lyrics. Uh, well, not if I'm whistling. Oh, that's a good point. You can whistle through the whole song. I will try. Oh, Challenge um, accepted. Well, you're going to take my microphone now. Yes. So, uh, <coughs> thank you very much for listening. Um, it's, it's nice to come back and do a podcast for this um, just at the end of 2016. I start a new job next year, um, so we'll have to see whether we can do the podcast more regularly. Yeah. If that's something you want, you should let us know.
1: Indeed. Email us, or tweet us, or... or Keep going on the Facebook group and page, which for some reason seems to be quite popular. Really? Yeah.
0: Are you still on that? Yeah, yeah. We haven't had any big messages from them, have
1: We've you? not had messages, but I keep having uh, messages saying that it's been viewed and looked at.
0: Um, okay. Well, you can email us at, Steve isn't here this week at gmail.com Or
1: send us a tweet at Steve underscore podcast.
0: Yeah. What, do we have other methods? for? Or you can contact
1: us? us on the Facebook page or group.
0: Yeah, it's Steve podcast, right? No, Steve isn't here this Steve week. Steve isn't here this week. Right. Well, here we go. Uh, <coughs> um, Give us a chord, then. We hope you have um, a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Yes.
1: So we, we won't be recording one before that. No. Okay.
0: I'm sorry. I don't have time.
1: That's all right. Well, Happy Christmas and Merry New Year to all of you.
0: Here it is, A Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve.
2: Because it's a bittersweet symphony that's like... i gonna make hands meet, you're a slave to money, then you die, I'll take you down the change, I can change, I can change, I can change, but To hear some sounds like Change, I can change, I can change, I can change But I'm here in my mold, I'm here in my mold But I'm a million different people From one day to the next I can't change my mold No, 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 no Cause it's a bittersweet symphony take you down the only road I've ever been down. You know the one that takes you to the places where all the veins meet, yeah. No change, I can change, I can change, I can change, but I'm here in my